great awakening pretty girl this is alondra hopkins the abundant coach back with another episode of loving me loving you where we discuss a lot of different topics along the lines of relationship mindset in order to finally feel safe enough to feel heal and flow through our divine feminine energy And today I wanted to talk with you about the pillars of healthy love. In yesterday's conversation, we discussed the awakening process of getting out of an abusive relationship. And today I want to guide you through creating that mindset shift of receiving healthy love officially. Number one, you must understand that healthy love exists. If you're always feeding your mind, body, and spirit with the idea that you are not deserving of love or that it doesn't exist, of course you're never going to attract it. It's not until you begin to put belief behind the relationship that you desire that you finally understand that it's possible for you. And I'm here to tell you as well that healthy love is far from codependency. It's far from control manipulation, having to give up parts of yourself, or not having the freedom to create who you want to be. A healthy relationship is going to give you the space to grow and still have a sense of independence. Number two, understanding yourself. You have to know who you are at the core in order to present that authentically to your partner. If you're always operating from a space of imposter syndrome, not knowing what you believe in, not knowing what makes you feel loved, not even knowing what you like, how do you expect another person to love you how you truly want to be loved? You have to understand what love looks like for you in order for your partner to create that. Number three listening and communicating child i'm a talker (laughs) i am a talker obviously that's why i created a podcast let's start there but my entire life i've always been very in tune with my emotions that sometimes i was overly victimizing myself or believing that i was the only person in a relationship that could feel pain So it's important to find your healthy balance of listening and communicating. If you're always that person that is telling your partner, oh, this is hurting me, you hurt me, you did this, it starts to put the blame on them. When truth is, it takes two to tango, my love. So you must have that equal balance of knowing how to express what's wrong with you and then extending that same respect to your partner And just giving them a a safe space to express that so that they know that you are listening to their emotions and validating that as well. And then also, I want to tell you that you have to lose the idea that you're a good listener or a good communicator. Because I found myself a lot saying, I'm a good listener. I'm a good communicator. Like I, I know exactly how I feel and I can always express that. And that's a false illusion that we create for ourselves from a place of egotism. 
if you tell yourself that you're a good listener and a good communicator, you start to trick your mind into thinking that there's no room for growth. So I, I strongly encourage you to just let go of that. Let go of that pride and always understand that you could be a better listener or a better communicator in a lot of different ways. Number four, sex and sensuality. In a relationship, I feel like there's a lot of resistance when it comes to sex. Number one being, a lot of people still have resistance towards their sexual desires, maybe because of molestation, maybe because of the negative connotation towards sex. And I'm saying this from experience. I know there was a point in time in my journey that I didn't feel free to express my true sexual desires because I still had a lot of childhood trauma and resistance towards sex. When you've been molested, you start to believe that you are not deserving of expressing what you need. You start to believe that a person a, a person's needs are more important than yours and it, it creates like a like a power struggle kind of. It creates an imbalance in sex so if that is your circumstance you have to really start to unwind and ask yourself why do you feel a blockage when it comes to you expressing what you need or what you want towards sex and then another thing I would say is sit down and decide what are your sexual fantasies what are the things that you want to experience in this lifetime if it's sex on the beach child say that (laughs) if you want to play around and practice and have fun and be more adventurous with toys express that to your partner and I promise you most of the time that's a reward for your man that's a reward for your partner because they want to hear what makes you feel loved and feel pleasure so that they can bring more of that to the relationship so sit down and decide what do you want to see in your relationship what's going to spice it up more and bring more energy and flow through your sensuality number five is polarity and polarity is the electricity that's created between two poles so what are poles poles are the masculine energy and the feminine energy when I was gay I started to notice a resistance within myself I started to feel less natural I started to feel less pleasure in terms of who I was becoming because I had to naturally take on the masculine polarity more so through that experience it was very important for me to discover that part of myself because one it allowed me to do a lot of healing after you know being in a um, relationship with infidelity like I started to lack trust in men I started to believe every man was out to get me so when I found myself in that part of my life and switching up my sexuality it caused a lot of resistance because I knew down on my core I still wanted love I still enjoyed being in my feminine energy but because of the insecurities I had I was I was taking on a polarity that didn't truly fit my core beliefs. So if you are a person that likes to be more dominant, likes to be more assertive and more of a leader in the relationship, you're probably a masculine polarity. Now, if you're a woman or a man, because there are men with feminine energy as well, 
if you like to be more detail oriented and more relaxed and pleasurable in terms of how you add value to a relationship you're probably a feminine energy and just through my self-love journey and still discovering myself every day I prefer to be in my feminine energy I believe that that's when I produce the most creativity that's when I show up as the most authentic and I know that now my partner has to be a masculine polarity in order for me to truly be able to express who I am authentically. So get clear on which polarity you are the most natural in and that's the polarity you're going to attract by default. Have you ever taken two magnets and tried to pull them together and there's like a cause of resistance? That's the same electricity that happens when you're attracting a polarity that's not aligned with who you truly are at the core. So start to understand, okay, I'm a feminine energy and watch the masculine energy naturally attract to you. Or if you're a masculine energy, define that within yourself and watch feminine energy attract you as well. And number six is create a joyful, fun, fulfilling life for yourself before giving your life to someone. When you create a divine partnership with someone, when you finally find that person that is just the truth for you, they give you the love that you need, the love that you desire at the core, that is when you you, you put your lives together. You come together after already developing yourself through Christ, after after already knowing what makes you happy and makes you feel loved and that's when true love happens that's when the magic births so i love you and until next time 